Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Ty Archer, a sales growth coach, helping entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches, and more actually get over the barrier called sales. Now, he's an introvert who's helped create strategies in sales that's taken businesses from zero to multi-million dollars in sales. Now, today we're discussing how to create value in business and how to become great in sales and how to use social media to increase opportunities without burning out. Life is too short. Try to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Ty. Hey, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here. When I tell you, you have got like a total wealth of knowledge and your background is huge because you have connected with influencers, top influencers like David Meltzer and Chris Doe that we all love so much. You've been able to do all this and you're an introvert. How is that possible? Ridiculous. I know. So it sounds very simplistic. I'm in the creative community, which is a great bunch of people. And I just noticed Christo popping up. I'll talk about Christo first. And he's a legend in that space. A lot of people love me. He's just a very warm, caring dude. And he just puts out a wealth of knowledge and he's got his own successes in his own rights. I think he's got over like one, is it 1 million YouTube subscribers? He's a really known face in in the creative community. But long story short is that I just saw, saw this guy at the top of the chain, if that's what you want to, I'll say in that terminology. And, and I was like, I don't I want to connect with this guy. I saw he was talking a little bit about sales and in, in, in his content, but there wasn't a lot. And I was like, okay, I want to connect with this dude. And I actually reached out to him in the DMs, which is the magical place, which we'll go into a bit further, Brittany, which you cannot undervalue. And I sent him a video DM, first DM. I got ghosted. I, I just saw her, you know, the little scene at the bottom of it. And I thought, okay, <laughs> cool. This sounds going to roll. And then I sent him a message after that, probably a week later. I said, hey, Chris, where, where's things at? And he said, just not now. And then I sent him another message and he came back to me and said, yep, in a few months time. So my sales background, I follow up because that's one thing I talk about a lot. I went back to him and said, hey, Chris, it's that month we talked about. Where, where's things at? And then he said, all right, we'll book something in. And then I got Chris on live and it was such an amazing experience. Gotcha. My goodness. That is amazing. So what, I mean, we got to get a little deeper into this. So like, what did you do? Did you just say, Hey, Chris, you want to do a live? What did you do? Yeah, this is the thing because when I, when I got Chris on a live, there was a lot of people in the credit community and the chat going, who's Chris? He's a nobody. Cause no one knew me. You know what I mean? And it was sending the people I did know, they're like, did you pay, how, how much did you pay to get Chris on the live? Because a lot of them looked up to Chris as, a, as an icon. I'm not saying I didn't, I just didn't know him as much as at the time. And, but yeah, I just, I made every conversation not about me. I didn't go in there and say, hey, I want you on my live to 
to show anything about my expertise or anything. I was like, Chris, I want to jump on live. I have a lot of people who want to know more about the creative space, but also how they can market themselves, how they can sell themselves. And obviously you're at the top of the pillar here and you've done this for you. So let's blend my sales knowledge with your sales knowledge and let's jump on a live and just give value out. And that's the way I always go about trying to get someone on a live call or whatever it may be at a meeting. I I don't make the conversation or the agenda about myself. Okay. I think that's a great tip. So that's one of the things that you teach and you practice. How are we able to create value in business? Oh, how can we create value? I always say it's how do we exceed expectations with value? Value is so subjective because everyone values something differently. You've, you've probably heard that the expression, if, if there's no value, people go over price. They'll go on price. They always go for the cheapest, which there are some context to that, but I don't think that kind of explains to people a lot more with what value. Value is certain things. Like I know there's a lot of talk when you jump onto a business page, you might say we've got the best service, right? How many times do we see that? I don't think that's enough of a value point because pretty much every business page you go to probably says how good their service is. I think it's just different things. It might be how fast is that website you you buy your products or service from? Is it, is it fast? Is it efficient? How is that response time from someone getting back to you in regards to you're inquiring about something? It's those little things that add value. And that's what people like because people want to feel valued themselves. So how can you give that value to them with their expectations. So powerful. Okay. So what steps would you say we need to take to become great in sales? Oh, you put this one on Brie Brittley. This one's going to be hot and heavy, this one. But the steps we're going to take. So I've been doing it for a long time. So I'm trying to go back to the steps of sales. I think really emotion, like emotional um, intelligence is massive. I think being at the empathy, wanting to build relationships, wanting to connect with people, like communication. Some would say soft skills, but really putting yourself in that other person's position and really trying to connect with them and not trying to think about how am I going to land this deal? How am I going to make the sale? It's all about where are they at? What do they want to achieve? How can you work with them to get to where they want to go? Can you actually help them? Because I know there's, I've been in sales 15 years. And when I first started, there was a lot of pressure from management and other businesses to actually go and just sell and get sales. And so it's hard to hard to not think about that when you've got to make quota or KPIs, which I know some people still to this day have that, that, that feeling that they, which ends up being pressure sales. It's not you doing it yourself, but that's the way you're made to feel. But if you can just try and take that away from your mindset and just think, no, I've actually got to really just connect with these customers, clients. I want to work with them. And the more you can do that and just make that your ideal focus, that is going to give you the best success in sales. Yes, that's good stuff. Now, you use social media like a boss. And so we really would like to know, how can we use social media to leverage, but not become burnt out. But before you answer that question, I want to know what the audience is thinking. So if you're listening in real time, you can go to the IG stories at the Total Fit Boss Chick, and we're going to have this poll question listed. Are you getting burnt out on social media? And if you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Check the IG highlights for the responses, and you can still weigh in on the poll questions. Ty, let us know. How can we use social media to increase opportunities without burning out? Yeah, that's, that, is a hard, that, that is a hard one for burning out. I'm not going to lie, like there's been times where I've probably felt close to burning out, but because like, it's when you're trying 
to build a presence online. It's, it's a full-time job. It is, it's definitely. But you do have to know when to back down and just realize what you're trying to achieve. I think once you understand what you're there to do and not keeping up with everyone else, I think is the biggest mindset. What I've had to say to myself regards to I'm there to have a focus plan for my own self, my own business and what I want to achieve instead of looking at everything else. Because as you probably know, Brittany, you, you can jump on it, you can get very easily lost in all the other content. <laughs> you're there to go maybe do some comments or you want to put your post up and then you're like, oh, sh- shit, I've minutes. <laughs> you just get lost straight away. I think you really just have to understand, and it doesn't have to come overnight. I'm not saying you've got to go on this show with a plan, but just maybe take a bit of a breather before if you're starting out understanding actually what you're trying to do on social media. And then if you're already in in the journey of creating content and you feel like, okay, nothing's happening, just maybe have a bit of a a breather and just think, okay, what are the next steps I need to achieve? What what am I actually here for? I think it's regardless of what you're to stop that burnout, you need to think about what the long-term game is. And that's something that I've thought about. What is it long-term? Because you can't just create content for the rest of your life, like constant, consistently. You have to have a plan because there has to be other means to your content. Yeah, I agree with that. So how are you winning so well in Clubhouse? Tell us about that. Clubhouse, I'm not doing so much at this moment because I'm going to go in there some of the approach. But beforehand, when I was in there quite a lot, it's brought a lot of people over to that new app which is fantastic for its own gains and benefits uh, you've you've probably seen it there's a lot of people who can easy connect with experts right from all different fields they can let you go into a room with i don't know yes. people familiar with like grant cadone and there's been other people who've jumped in as well but you get these top people in their space and you can literally go into a room with them and and, and listen to free advice how great is that but uh, it's, it's it's awesome it you know sucks I you think, in though right you're just does. in there forever i spent two days I, on there and did not go back because I mean, it was a full two days like i barely slept <laughs> that's the thing there's so much information out there that's another way of getting burnt out going back to our previous discussion is that you just get so lost it because everyone's trying to gain so much information like we're trying to absorb which I mean, it's fantastic, these platforms where you get this, you get this great information for free, but then it's not going to do anything for you if you don't put anything into action. And that's what a lot of people don't do. They write all these notes down and they, they absorb this information, probably like yourself. I, I could imagine after that two days of being there, you are just like, your head was probably spinning. You're probably drained yes. like, like myself going, what the hell just happened? Like I just, right. I was in there, I want to learn. I thought I was going to implement some stuff and really, I've just um just drained myself of all my- <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I, I had so many great ideas and I got off and I was exhausted. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know. So, so we have to be careful. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So you are doing so much and you've got two kids, you've got your family, you've got your business, you've got all of these things going on. How do you manage it all? What are your productivity secrets? Productivity secrets. Only a balance. Don't hear me off. I've, I've had to have some, not from me to the wife, but the wife has sometimes had to hit me up and keep me in check sometimes. Don't I won't lie because you know it, it is hard. It is hard trying to find that balance of having a, a business and with your family and trying to work it all out because at that day, there's a reason why we're doing, well, most of us doing it right is for our family, number one. Right. So you can't, you can't jeopardize that to any extent. And there has got to be some give and take now and then. But for me, it's really just trying to plan a time where I can, have the business time, create whatever I need to for social media, have amazing discussion on this, make the time to get up the crack of dawn to come on a great show this, Brittany. And, <laughs> and and then make sure I've got those hours where it's important with my family, which is normally in the afternoon, after school, dinner time, making sure that time there is not jeopardized 
because that's the important time. That's when your family needs you. And when they need you most, that's when you should be there. Yeah, I totally agree. Because what's the point of doing all this and working on this empire that we're all trying to build if we're too busy to enjoy it? What's the point? Exactly. And, I, and, I've, and I've talked to some plenty of people through social media trying to figure out how they've done it, how they've made the balance, how they've made transition. And, and not everyone's had that successful balance and things have I'm not trying to go too deep here, but like it's, I think it's good lessons for us all that you've got to really figure out if you do have a family or you're looking to start a family, what your ideal scenario is, because things do change. And I know some of these top entrepreneurs haven't worked out because they've spent so much time in the workspace. And sometimes they're like, well, if I could have changed that, it probably would have been a bit different, but I've learned. And so I've had a lot of talk to those guys who, are, who I look up to. And when I say guys and girls, of course, right. <laughs> and, and yeah, a lot of them, there's, there's lessons to be learned. So I try and take that on board as much as I can, for yeah, sure. For sure. And it, what's really interesting too, a lot of times, those of us who have family, we think about, oh, okay, we're jeopardizing our family, but outside of our family, even if you don't, even if you're single, you're jeopardizing your own health and just your own self-care when we just put so much into the work and not the balance. So great point that you're, that you made there. Ty, I am so excited to invite you into one of my favorite portions of the show called mentoring moments. So this is just where we ask you to go in just a little bit deeper to give the audience a mentoring moment. So here is the, your mentoring moment question. What advice would you give to someone who feels like giving up? From my experience, take that step back, reflect on what you've achieved. I think we forget about our small, our small wins and the wins we've had in the past mm. and the progress we have made. So take a step back, reflect on that. And also ask yourself the question, is, is, is what you're doing, what you actually want to be, if that makes sense? Are you just doing something because you feel like you have to or you're doing something because you you feel like you you wake up wanting to do it because there is a difference I know a lot of people you know say follow your passion but the thing is that's great but unless you can build that into something that you actually want to do long term you can easily burn out so I'd say just take a step back reflect on everything and just appreciate the wins and stuff you've had to get to where you, where you are currently and from there figure out what your next plan is, what's your next goal. And I think you need to bridge that gap for yourself um, because no one can really answer that for you. You can look, you can Google everything and you can ask other people, but no one can make that decision for you. And that's something that I've learned. You can't ask people to determine your own success. You've got to figure out what that is for you and, and what you want your life to be, be, be about. That's so true. Yes, Ty, you did it. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. And I know everyone will be so excited to reach out to you. Please let everybody know where can they find you? Well, pretty much dominant on Instagram. My handle is the Tyler Archer and that's where I hang out pretty much. That's my go-to. When I say Clubhouse, I'm not so much on there at the moment. So say find me on there, but Instagram, if you just want to connect with me at any time, you want to talk about something. As much as I talk about sales and that's my jam, there's more to me than just that. I obviously sales is, is a part of life and everything else. If you just want to talk about anything, I'm, I'm always here. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ty. Brittany, it's a pleasure. And thank you so much for having me on. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. 
Bye for now.